Hi and hello and welcome to the rbr.music podcast. My name is Steve Curley and as always I'm joined by the creator of the rbr.music Instagram page, Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Each week, true RBR fashion, we're bringing you classic and new album reviews. It's our mission to cut through the noise to discuss the sound. On the rbr.music radar this episode, we're talking about Yardak's debut album, Overload. This British post-punk rock band are from Leeds. Four young lads and certainly making a lot of noise with this album. Over to you, Jordan. Yes, The Overload. It's a confident debut album from a young rock band from Leeds with catchy riffs. Yardap brings back memories from the British 70s and 80s post-punk art rock uh, sounds. Upon your first listen, the Yardap the overload you will uh, hear brash in your face music accentuated with a great sense of humor from the first track to the last they steamroll through the 10 tracks one by one to say they are making a bold entrance would be an understatement i think this really is a band that will grab you by the throat and just <laughs> make you listen I, that sounds horrendous but i mean that it's all good there's a fairly new band they sound like called Viagra Boys. Do not put that in your Google search engine. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, you can put whatever you want in your Google search engine, but just be wary when you're looking for the band Viagra Boys. It may may make you blush slightly when you uh, press images. Okay, moving swiftly on. This band, Viagra Boys, their post put they formed in 2015. Um, great bands, worth a listen. They're, I think they're from Sweden, but they sound American. Uh, the Yard Act are from Leeds, obviously British, and you couldn't sound more British. There's a lot of humour, British humour, which I'm not sure will translate too well across the Atlantic. Maybe it will. I think, well, I don't know, a lot of people buy into the British brand of humour, don't they? Uh, and when it's sung, well, it's it's more kind of, it's not really sung, is it? It kind of shouted, spoken. How would you describe the singing? So it's not singing. It's almost a form of poetry, isn't it? I think one yeah, it's, like, it's like beat poetry, I suppose. Yeah, which is which is a sort of a, a simile to, we discussed the streets. We felt they had a strong streets vibe, didn't we? And which essentially very similar. Yeah, the bands, the bands, yeah, the band, the streets, if you're not familiar with them, because... They're big in Britain, so if you're listening outside of Britain, the streets are also... We're meant to be talking about the Yardax, but yeah, they're worth listening as well. When did they come out, the streets? Oh, very early 2000s, I think. 2001, two maybe? Yeah, so this is this is very much like the streets. Sorry, I just thought I'd gatecrash you talking there. Yeah, uh, sorry. Tell me about what you're going to talk about. Uh, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're spot on when it, when it comes to the sort of lyrical deliveries is is quite um, almost like the spoken word in a certain way. Um, you hear that punk aggression coming through. The other era that I really hear is that early 2000s of sort of the indie rock band developing. And you and I used to go out looking for bands to film back in the day at uni. And the amount of bands who tried to do this and did it really poorly, I think, at the time, you had bands like the Arctic Monkeys and Milburn who were doing this colloquial accent-driven uh, delivery and every band tried to do it, I seem to remember. And actually, I think you've got to have a real skill to do it. And I think these guys do it really well. You can hear the leads and the northerness. If you're not aware, within England, we've got a very strong sort of northern, northern and southern 
accent divide and us northerners are recognised very clearly with our accents. Me and Jordan haven't got particularly strong accents, but these boys do. And it's it's really quite refreshing to hear that again for me. So you mentioned the early 2000s. So this band, The Yard Up, they'd just begun gigging in 2020. So they are really new. Um, when the pandemic hit, that's obviously shut their live operations down and they're focused on, the stu- on their studio work. Well, the proof is in the pudding. Their album is outstanding and I am quite excited to see them live. And I'm also, in many, many years, I'm excited for the first time. Oh yeah, should get out more. For the next album, the follow-up album, because this just is is an explosive. Maybe it's just too nostalgic for us. I don't know. But it sounds new, but it's clearly not. And you've mentioned the streets from the early 2000s. But it's hard to get this sort of, this genre right, correct. And, and they do it, they do it well. I think, well, I think you're spot on because I think, well, it's, it's sort of cynical storytelling. And yeah. It's got this political kind of drive and they refer to a lot of like the modernising and gentrification of areas. And I think, you know, we have heard this story before, but what's interesting... It's a bit like Blur, you know, yeah. Blur, modern life is rubbish and stuff like that. But obviously... They're like a people's band, like they point out the state of things. But I think that's I think that's the point we've referred to the best part of fifty years worth of music and picking out certain bands that certain bands will pull on a political, social kind of class divide. And I think what's interesting is yes, times have changed and we know the world is very different to fifty years ago. But actually a lot of the, a lot of the story is still the same, it's just told in a slightly different way. There's a little space in in music for that and in England particularly and I think it's hard to see subculture in other countries because we don't live in it. Yeah. It, it I do think this is an album that possibly the Brits will understand a bit more we've had bands similar and similar types of albums that like you said before don't really travel as well because it is very much about a British culture yeah like what springs to mind what springs to mind is Pulp with Jarvis Cocker He's from Sheffield. That's very much a British a British band talking about British pro- problems. But uh, anyway, so what I also love about Yard Act is the humour. It is a political album pointing out about potholes in the road, uh, growing cabbages in potholes and things like that. But he also self-deprecates where he says, he pretends he's a, a club promoter and he's is saying what you need to do is get rid of that lead singer. Uh, he's going to end up in an amb- ambulance if he keeps on shouting about his political blah 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 blah. Um, I think that's great that he knows that he can he, he might be too much for some people, and is just joking that he might get punched and end up in an ambulance. And it's like a lot of um, singers just think they're better than everybody. But he just seems to be very work. Oh, I have no idea about his background. But he seems to be working class, a singer for the people, a voice for the people, should I say? I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his next, the, the next album is going to be. But I'm hoping it will be able to um, travel further, <laughs> further than England. Uh, but I mean, maybe this will. I would love to see these guys live because it seems like the lead singer. I think his name is James Smith, and I think a bassist who sings. I'm not sure, I haven't quite figured this out. It's either the bassist or the guitarist. But there seems to be a little bit of, like, a repertoire. Obviously, James Smith leads this kind of, like, this sort of uh, northern political movement. Well, they, start, they, started, off as, they started off as a duo, the, the guitarist and the, 
the, the uh, lead singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, the, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, then they got the drummer, then they got the bassist later on. But the, there's definitely yeah. a relationship you can see, probably not dissimilar to that early two thousands, and no doubt we're too young for to have lived punk. But you know, you can tell there'll be a band that that might swap band members a little bit, but the music may continue, which we obviously see many times before. We were big big fans of the Libertines and basically turned their, their, their band over a couple of times and hopefully this doesn't happen to these guys but you can definitely see that kind of rawness and that kind of rough edge feel to the, the album it feels like it's almost a, a potential breaking point I think I, I quite like being on the edge myself yeah it feels like it's not they've not been made by a production company it feels like they're actually from the roots no. they've they've come from the ground and they're ready to cause havoc yeah. and i'm not saying it's punk punk that well it's not punk at all but they've got a message to say and they're not holding back yeah. and i think that is just they're assertive the the melodies are astonishingly dense witty lyrics it rewards you on repeated listens this album you just find more and more great lyricism really strong melodies where it goes like heavy riffs to sort of what did you say about payday when we were off her before we were recording it reminded you of something um well i thought it was a bit of the talking heads vibe of, of that kind of yeah so talking heads like you have to listen to it to understand it which i hope you do with all the albums we discussed yeah it's i was struggling um recently with albums to review because nothing was gripping me nothing was really getting my yeah, to review on the podcast and nothing was really gripping me nothing was interesting me and then this came along and i was just beaming smiling ear to ear you might say just because as soon as it finished i wanted to listen to it again i was like this is just i mean i know it's political yeah but it's fun and it's witty and it's not just down in the mouth about how awful things are the humor the British humour lifts it all up as well. You, you mentioned sort of um, Pulp and Blur as well, and there was a sort of um, a cheeky wink in that mid-90s to sort of maybe to, to maybe understand sort of a, a social demographic or a, a nod to the lefties or to the righties or to the upper class or the lower class. And I think maybe bands might have started to become a bit afraid to challenge those social awarenesses because they get criticised or... And actually, these guys haven't. They, they they seem quite confident in their viewpoint and, you know, you don't have to agree or disagree. You can sit happily in the middle. But it's, it's, it is it's quite refreshing to have a band do this again. I've missed it. Um, The Overload was released early 2020 and it, it did, I think, debuted at number two in the UK album chart. So... Oh, did it? Yeah, they haven't, they haven't sort of missed missed an audience there. And I think I think they've already had accolades with the NME awards they got nominated for I think best new act and best well best new act in the UK and best new act in the world uh, they didn't win but just to be nominated is pretty impressive in those categories so they've they've not slipped under the radar I think there's definitely for, for a young band um obviously I'm a big fan of a lengthy album and um it it, it, it it's just long enough 11 tracks 37 minutes and um uh, that's lucky <laughs> it, it it what's interesting though is i listened to this album and like you said before the minute i finished i just put it back on and 
It's because I actually, I love an audiobook, I love a podcast, and this felt like the musical version of a, of a story being told. It's really good. Uh, and I, I found myself listening to it. <laughs> I mean, there was, yeah. there was a song or two that I did zone out a bit, which we can pick up later on. Um, but generally, yeah, I think there's there's definitely eight or nine really good tracks here. Definitely, yeah. And it does it by borrowing some of the best bits that have gone before. And I'm all in favour for bands creating stuff new, but I, I love it when they take something. There's, um, there's a, a track called uh, Quarantine the Sticks, and it's it's got about five or six elements of sort of different genres of not different genres different bands that have gone before and you just listen to it and it takes you back to certain riffs that you can hear and i like that and we haven't got enough bands in my opinion these days picking up guitars and sort of you know going back to that lyrical band drive talked about this before joe there's there's just sadly not enough of it compared to where we were maybe 20 years ago with bands sort of coming around every single corner but yeah, it's 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 an interesting album. I don't think you can bore of it at all. It's probably not an album that you're you're probably not going to stick it on at a dinner party, <laughs> and you probably and you're probably not not going to stick it on at a party because it's not it's not really a, a a bangers album, is it? It's not it's not got kind of like moving tunes. It's just they'd be great to see live. I can see myself sort of awkwardly swaying and bobbing to a. a an offbeat. We've referred to a lot of previous bands on this podcast already, but, you know, I don't really put the streets on to sit and listen with my partner or, you know, my mates. I just, li- I, I like listening to them on my own and, and there's nothing wrong in that because we do live in the uh, headphone generation and, you know, it's it's perfectly fine and I, I wouldn't see it as a criticism at all. Not at all. Without further ado, over to the star rating, Jordan. Uh, okay, my star rating, I'd give it four out of five. Yeah, four out of five. That's because, although it's a good, a great debut album, there were a few tracks I skipped, and because of that, you're going to lose a star, aren't you? So, four out of five. Four out of five, indeed. A very respectable score for these new new lads who are certainly um, certainly making some interesting sounds and I think uh, some interesting messages as well. So, yeah, uh, well done, lads. Four out of five. So, it's at this point in every podcast... We go to our feature tracks, the good, the bad, and the rad. As it says in the tin, we pick a good track, a bad track, and a particularly rad track. So over to you, Jordan, with the good track, mate. The good track has to be Payday. And I really enjoy way way through into some sort of dance beat, which harks back to Talking Heads, which we mentioned before. It's just a really enjoyable track with a consistent lack, yeah. With a consistent lineup of um, track after track after track, all all great tracks. Well, not all, <laughs> no, not all, but the majority are good tracks. I think it start. It doesn't sound a lot like the rest of the yeah, album. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's um, definitely a slightly different. Yeah, in it's a good a slightly way. different track to some of the others, and um, I liked it because it had that that little curve curveball of um, change. I like the sort of switch in the middle of it and it does it has a real like for me it sounds like manchester music of the 80s and 90s and i i love a bit of it's like 90s dance isn't it it's like 80s sort of talking heads and then it moves into sort of still talking head ish but moves into 90s sort of i think it would would have been definitely well received it's sort of like the hacienda i think now i don't know I'm, i'm too old really to know where the youth go dancing these days but 
I definitely think that in the right environment and the right venue, this is, yeah, I can see a younger version of ourselves having a good dance to this one. It's a cool tune. Yeah, good track, good track. So then we both agreed very quickly on the bad track. As we always say, we don't like giving a bad track, but it wasn't actually difficult for us, this one, and it's not a criticism, it's just not for us. Rich, neither of us liked it. Both of us skipped it. We both tried to listen again, and we still sort of skip it a bit, don't we? Yeah, I understand the message. The band's playing well. His voice is great on the track. So cool voice. It's, yeah, he's got a great voice. I just, I just tire of it. Like halfway through, I'm just like, ah, oh, skip. I'll listen to something else on the album. But as soon as that start, as soon as I start hearing it, I just skip straight away. I, I'm not even giving it a chance anymore. So yeah, that's why it pretty much lasts a star for me. Is this track? It's just. I just find it's it, a little one-dimensional. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good, very good point. One-dimensional, it just became a bit... Considering how deep and thoughtful the rest of the album is, with his lyrics, with the band's interplay, with the um, instruments, yeah, one-dimensional. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, 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 it's clever, and you can tell it's, it's, it's sort of trying to do something a bit different, but it just doesn't really work for me. And again... Yeah, I think you go almost 50 seconds and you've only got a bass line and his vocals and you could do that in 15 seconds, not 15. You'd get the same melodic feel yeah. and then it could kick into something. It's almost like it, it's, I don't know, an interlude track, but it's actually three and a half minutes Yeah, long. I was going to say that. It was, it was something to sort of cleanse the palate, to readjust yourself, to get another few tracks of some serious political good wit. I don't think it works. It's it's just he it shouts rich and it. I think it interrupts the flow of the album as well. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Bad track, rich, and then we will finish on the rad track. And I think we were both on board with this pretty quickly as well. And we've gone with the title track, the overload. Yeah, the overload. And uh, cool, cool song. Yeah, I love the way. I love the way. He makes fun of himself. The al it's the first track on the album, but he lets you know what you're in for, uh, how political it's going to get. He pokes fun at himself by saying he's going to get punched in the face, he's going to end up in an ambulance if he carries on the way he's going. He's not taking himself too seriously, but in other aspects he is. Like He, he, he wants to make it, he, he wants to get his points across, but he's singing to the wrong audience which makes you think he's getting booked in the wrong pubs and clubs uh, in real life as well. I just think it's a funny... <laughs> okay, a witty, a witty, a witty track. Um, very enjoyable. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's also... I think it's also the track that's... It, 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 it pleasantly borrows a lot. Um, this is probably the track that I hear mid-90s blur. I hear the streets as there's um, some layered vocals, which is very streetsy. There's some mid-2000s indie riffs. There's a playfulness within kind of that Arctic Monkeys ironic kind of storytelling as well. I, yeah, I, I think this it's a great opening track to an album that sort of, on the whole most of anyway, tells this same story through lyrics and also the sound, you know, this album, this this track is, I think, sums up the album really well. Um, and I think it's 
you should I should start with an album track that um that opens your ears to the story you're gonna to listen to for the next forty minutes and I think this does it really well. Very, yeah, very cool. And I would I mean I can see this, yeah, I, I can see this getting radio play. Um it's cool. Really cool track. So yeah, I think we've hit the nail on the head with those three. And um yeah, definitely. The rad track, the overload. Well, nice one everyone for listening. Please do take some time to listen to Yardak's uh, debut album. You will, I think, enjoy it if you like this this sort of genre of British music. Um, please do tell others about the Music Instagram and you can find many other reviews such as this. Please like, subscribe and of course feel free to leave any comments or make recommendations for reviews too at rbr.music on our Instagram page. Again, thanks so much for listening everyone. Speak to you. Viagra boys, put that in your Google search engine.